In this episode, we're going to talk about the role of learning in food preference. Classical conditioning. We develop a preference for new food by associating it with flavours we already like. We innately prefer sweetness, so we can learn to prefer new foods by sweetening them. This association eventually leads to liking new foods on its own. Operant conditioning. This is where a parent provides a reward or a punishment for eating certain foods, but is still hard to establish preference in children. But it is still hard to establish preference in children using rewards. Therefore, classical conditioning is probably a more powerful form of food preference learning than operant conditioning. Social influences. Social learning theory explains social influences such as family. Children acquire food preferences of role models they observe eating certain foods, especially if the model is rewarded and the child identifies with them. Family influences. These are the most obvious social influence on preference learning because parents are gatekeepers of children's eating. Peer influences. Birch, in 1980, found children changed vegetable preferences in response to observing other children. And media influences. Non-family models become important as children get older and more independent of parents' food choices. For example, TV adverts for unhealthy food, promoted by characters children identify with. Cultural influences. These are the most significant indicator of food preference. Cultural norms establish preferences. For example, meat and two veg, Sunday roast dinner was a common cultural idea in British households. In France, the cultural tradition is to eat every part of an animal, including the offal, kidneys, liver, for example, Less so in the UK and the US, where the preference is steak or burgers. Classical conditioning, where we associate many foods we eat as adults with happiness, growing up, enjoyable times with friends, family and culturally specific feasts. Vicarious reinforcement, where culture influences which foods are presented to children. Children see their cultural group enjoying these foods, which is rewarding. One limitation is a lack of support for classical conditioning. Bayens et al.'s 1996 study showed student participants that had tasted previously untried flavours paired with a sweet taste. They compared this with a control group, where new flavours were paired with a tasteless substance. The students were no more likely to prefer the new flavours after pairing. Therefore, classical conditioning in the form of flavour is, at best, an incomplete explanation of food preference. As a counterpoint, however, Bayens et al. also showed that participants acquired an aversion to new flavours when paired with tween, which is a soapy, bitter flavour. Therefore, classical conditioning does play a role in eating behaviour, but in food aversion rather than preference. One strength is research supports the role of social learning theory in preferences. Janssen and Tenney in 2001 found that children preferred the taste of a yoghurt drink that they saw a teacher drinking, praising and enjoying. The children identified with the teacher, so modelled their preference on the teacher and imitated the teacher's behaviour. This supports social learning theory in terms of modelling and vicarious reinforcement as preference was influenced by the teacher's praise and enjoyment. Another strength is that cultural factors are shown to influence preferences. 
Cultural changes in industrialised societies have increased availability of food outside the home, for example, fast food restaurants. This has led to a preference for foods from fast food restaurants, i.e. foods that can be consumed quickly and are also high in fat, salt and sugar. This shows that wider cultural changes strongly influence the kinds of things that people eat.